Welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. Today's episode is a special co-production with the Kids Listen Activity Podcast, a weekly show from your friends at Kids Listen, a group of awesome podcasts for kids. After today's show, if you would like to make some origami of your own, there are links in the show notes for some videos of how to do that. Now, enjoy the story. Once upon a time, there was a little boy, and his name was Akuro. Akuro? Akuro, yes. Akuro... Really weird name. Well, it wasn't a weird name where he was from. Akuro was seven years old, and he was very sad, because he was very shy, and he did not have any friends, and that made him sad. He wanted friends, but he could just never bring himself to talk to anyone else, or to play games with anyone else, because he felt like he was too shy. So even though not having any friends made him sad, he still didn't have any. Well, one day, Akuro was at home, and he saw his big brother folding paper. His big brother folded the paper and folded it more, and more, and more, until it was in the shape of a butterfly. Wow, said Akuro, how did you do that? And his brother showed him. He got a square piece of paper, and this time he copied each of his brother's folds. And then he had a butterfly, too. Akuro said, that's fantastic. And his brother said, I haven't ever showed you origami before. And Akuro said, no, I would remember that. Well, said his big brother, now you know. So Akuro got a book out of the library about origami, and he learned how to fold cats, and he learned how to fold butterflies, and he learned how to fold rabbits, and then he got to the page in the book about cranes, and he folded an origami crane, and then he read about it in the book, and there he read the legend of the crane. The legend was this, the person who folded 1,000 origami cranes could have their wish granted. Okuro thought, ah, I am going to do this. I am going to fold 1,000 origami cranes, and I am going to wish that I was not shy and that I had friends to play with. Well, Okuro started that very day while he was sitting in the library reading his book. He asked for some pieces of paper from the librarian, and she gave them to him, and he made squares, and he folded first one origami crane, and then a second, and then a third. As he was folding his third origami crane, a couple of the other kids who were in the library stopped to watch him, and they watched as they folded the fourth and the fifth. Akuro gave the fourth and fifth cranes to them. And they said, thank you. Akuro, who was very shy, just smiled. Now the legend did not say you had to keep 1,000 origami cranes. It simply said you had to fold them. So, Akuro began folding every day. He would fold a crane when he got up in the morning. He would fold a crane after breakfast before he went to school. When he came home, he would fold at home. And frequently, he would go to the library and he would fold there. He would take his own paper with him, 
At first, all of the cranes that he folded were white from plain, ordinary paper. But as he folded more and more, his parents and his brother took an interest in what he was doing, and they bought him special paper that was brightly colored. So he folded red cranes, and blue cranes, and green cranes, and yellow cranes. Soon the children in the neighborhood came to know that a kuro could frequently be found in the library, and that if you asked him, he would fold you a crane. There were two little boys in particular who liked to watch him fold. Their names were Tin and Aton, and they would talk to him. They would sit there, and Akuro didn't say anything, but they would talk to him and tell them about their day, and tell him about, they would name his cranes as he folded them, and they would always take a crane, and sometimes he would give them a crane, and they would draw faces on it and patterns on the wings. After he had been folding for one whole month, Akuro had already folded 600 cranes. He was two-thirds of the way to his goal. He went to the library the next day, and Tin and Aton were waiting for him, along with a girl whose name was Tina, and Tin and Aton had brought her. They had told her about the cranes and about how Akuro folded them. She sat with them and watched him fold, and then asked him questions about how long he had been folding and what his name was, and she told him all about herself. He folded cranes for about an hour, and he made 25 more cranes, and then he got up to go. Tin and Aton and Tina also all got up. Akuro was a little surprised. They said, can we walk home with you? Akuro shrugged. No one had ever walked home with him before. He said, sure. He was still very shy. But it had been so many days that Tin and Aton and Tina had sat there at the table with him that he thought that he wasn't so shy around them. So he walked home with them, and they talked the whole way, and sometimes Akuro talked back to them and told them a little bit about himself and his family and his brother and what he liked to do. The next day was a weekend day, and he did not go to the library. And the day after that was church, and he went to church. But the next school day, he came to the library after school, and all three of them were waiting there for him. He folded the cranes, and on the way home after the cranes, they again went home with him, and on the way home they played a game of tag on the way home. Akuro really enjoyed it. He had never gotten to play tag before, and he really had a lot of fun. Well, this repeated itself every day that week. Every day they would all be there, and they would talk while he folded his cranes. And then they would go home, and sometimes they would bring a ball, or they would play tag. And once they played hide-and-seek on the way home. Well, the next week, Tina had a request. She said, will you teach me how to fold a crane? Akura thought for a moment. Why not, he thought. So he gave them each a piece of paper, and he showed them how to fold, fold, fold out the head and the tail, how to fold out the wings. Their first cranes looked awful, all crumpled and wrinkly, and the folds weren't quite right. But they laughed, and they tried again, and Akuro showed them his tricks for making a really nice crane. 
and by the time they were done that day, they were all making beautiful cranes. Akura went home that night and added to his tally. He was up to 850 cranes. They folded all that week, and he found that he could fold even more cranes when they were folding with him. But even though they were all folding, they still talked and talked. Talking seemed to make the folding go faster. And Akuro began to find that he looked forward to his trips to the library, not just for the big flat tables there, where you could spread out lots of sheets of paper and have lots of room to put cranes, not just for the kids in the neighborhood who came up and asked for cranes and smiled at him. He found that he looked forward to the trips to the library because he was looking forward to seeing his friends, Tin and Aton and Tina. He didn't really think of them as friends, because he thought of himself as a Kuro, the boy who had no friends and who was shy. But he did very much look forward to seeing them. The next two weeks went by so fast that Akuro could scarcely believe it. He looked at his calendar and realized that he had folded 975 cranes. No. He had only 25 cranes to go, and then his wish would be granted. It was the weekend, and he folded ten cranes on Saturday and ten cranes on Sunday so that he had just five left. He wanted to fold his one thousandth crane at the library so he could do it where Tin and Aton and Tina could all be there with him. He folded his nine hundred and ninety-sixth crane when he got up on Monday morning and his 997th crane before he left for school. And then he went to school and studied all day, but he found it hard to concentrate because he was thinking of those last three cranes. When he got home from school, his mother said, We have a present for you, Kuro. And he said, What is it? She said, It's this. And she showed him the most beautiful piece of paper he had ever seen. It was gold, and it was covered with shiny foil on either side. She said, do you know what this is, Akuro? He smiled. He said, I do. He said, that is my one thousandth crane waiting to be folded. And his mother smiled back at him and said, you're right. And so Akuro carefully took a beautiful red piece of paper, and a beautiful blue piece of paper, and his special gold piece of paper and he went to the library. There they all were waiting for him around the table. They had already started to fold cranes while they were waiting for him, except for Tina, who for the last few days had found that she liked butterflies a lot and was folding butterflies instead. He sat down. They smiled at him, and he smiled back. And without saying anything, he began to fold the blue piece of paper. He folded it and spread the wings and set it aside. And then he took out the red piece of paper and the gold piece of paper. Ten said, Wow, Akuro, that is a fancy piece of paper. Who gave that to you? And Akuro said, My mom gave it to me. That's awesome, said Tina. Akuro said, Yes, it will be my one thousandth crane. Then he folded his nine hundred ninety-ninth crane. He spread the wings and set it aside. He found that his hands were trembling. 
Would his wish be granted? Would his shyness be gone? Would he be able to have friends for the first time? He made the first fold in the golden piece of paper. And he folded, he folded. He folded the head up and the tail up. And then he folded the wings down. And then he set it down and breathed up. waited for some special thing to happen, for some tingle to let him know that his wish had been granted. But what happened next surprised him. The crane moved. Its head turned towards him, and its wings stretched. A crow said, Are you my one thousandth crane? Are you here to grant my wish? The crane said, No, silly boy. The one thousandth crane does not grant your wish. That's only a myth. No, the one thousandth crane lives. And it flapped its wings, and it flew out of the library like a golden streak. And they all sat there and watched it with their mouths open. It was a thing of great beauty. But when Tina and Aton and Tin turned back to look at Akuro, they saw a tear trickling down from his eye down his cheek. And he said, now my wish will never be granted. And they said, oh, Akuro. And they gathered around and they all gave him a hug. They said, what was your wish? And he said, I was going to wish that I would no longer be shy and that I would have friends. And his friends, they looked at him and they laughed. And at first he was insulted and hurt. He wanted to know why they were laughing at him when his wish, his wish that he had folded all those cranes for would never be granted. And then as he looked at them, he realized, he realized that his wish had been granted and that he did have friends. And so he packed his red and blue cranes in his backpack and his friends and he played tag all the way home. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. If you would like to make some origami of your own, you can use the Kids Listen Activity Podcast Activity Guide, or you can go to the Stories for Wonderful Children YouTube channel for instructional videos on how to make origami cranes and butterflies. If you enjoy the show, please tell someone about it or leave a review on your podcast provider. I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story. Mm-hmm.